I always feel like when it doesn't work out for whatever reason, like it just feels extra personal. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I had a brand session inquiry a couple of months ago, and I was really excited about it, and I sent my information to this person and didn't hear back from them right away, eventually did hear back from them, but they had decided to like hold off on booking a brand session. And I was like, yep, that's totally fine. Like I am pretty booked at the moment and when this inquiry came in so even though I really wanted to work with her I was like okay this is probably the best thing like maybe it'll work to work together in the future and then a couple of weeks ago I um, I'm connected with this person on Facebook we are friends on Facebook and then a couple of weeks ago because I'm friends with this person on Facebook I saw that they had done a brand session but it wasn't with me and I was Initial, I mean, like, honestly, my stomach kind of dropped. I try not to care about these types of things, like, because I do think everyone needs to go with whatever photographer, whatever service provider they vibe the best with. But in this case, I was like, well, I thought we vibed. (laughs) I thought we were vibing and we were going to work together later. And then you went to someone else and it was upsetting. And I think that in general, while rejection happens and it's an unfortunate part of business, it's also, there's like an extra sting when rejection happens in a personal brand, right? For a personal brand, because it's personal. So much of what we're selling is the experience to work with us, our personality, what we bring to the table, spending a couple of hours with me. And so while there's also like tangibles that people get from working with me, I always feel like when it doesn't work out for whatever reason, like it just feels extra personal. And I have clients who've been struggling with this recently too. This topic keeps coming up of like rejection as a personal brand is kind of heartbreaking in a different way. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today, this idea of rejection when you're building a personal brand and how it feels and just kind of like allowing space for this conversation and these feelings to happen because inevitably they're going to. When you are raising your prices and defining your niche and figuring out what your services like what they include part of that is going to be booking really amazing clients that fit super well And part of that is going to be having more clients reject you for whatever reason. A lot of the time, I do think it's probably price, or at least that's what we're afraid of, is people saying like, I can't pay your prices. But it could be other things as well. Maybe they don't feel like they would jive with us from like a personality perspective. Maybe they don't like all of the offerings in our packages or in our services. And we can't control that. We can only give them that information for them to make the best decision for themselves. And I think that that's a really difficult, well, I'll just speak from my own personal experience. That is a very difficult thing to accept, like that I cannot control everyone else's perception of any one given thing. Like that is so difficult, but it's true. And when we really think about it, like 
Do I want to control everyone's feelings and emotions and perceptions of everything ever? No, like I can barely handle my own. (laughs) I don't need to be in charge of everyone else's feelings and emotions too. That's just not something that I actually want when I think about it. But when we want to be liked and when we want people to look at, you know, what we bring to the table, what they can pay us for, we want them to look at those things and be like, yes, I love it. Take my money. I want to work with you so badly. But not everyone is going to say that. Another thing that I like to remind myself of is that if everyone I sent my information to was saying yes, because I've had seasons of this, right? Like, and you probably have too. If you've been building a brand for a while, you've probably had seasons where you're like, oh my God, everyone is saying yes and I don't know where to put them. And that's a really great problem to have, but it's still a problem. And if everyone is saying yes, we're overwhelmed, we're overworked, we're probably starting to get cynical because we're overwhelmed and overworked. We're not showing up as best we can for our clients. And so the reality of rejection in a personal brand, the reality of that is that it is necessary because not everyone can be saying yes all the time. We would have no place to put them. The whole point of defining your niche and raising your pricing and all of these things that we talk about, the whole point of that is to make sure that the very best clients are finding you and everyone else is kind of falling away. Now, when we have to deal with the the falling away, when it's, you know, like in my case, when it's someone who we thought was a really good fit and then potentially wasn't, that hurts. It doesn't necessarily feel good. But it's a reality and if everyone, again, if everyone said yes, that would also be problematic. For years, I heard from all the people who knew a thing or two about business that email marketing was the next frontier and I needed to start an email list. I looked at so many email marketing options and ended up overwhelmed and less than impressed with the clunky platforms that didn't even come close to achieving the aesthetic I was going for. And I was irritated that with every platform, I was being penalized as my list grew. I'd have to pay more money as more people signed up. That seemed really backwards. But then, Flowdesk came on the scene. Flowdesk immediately caught my eye because, whoa, she is pretty. Flowdesk helps you easily design emails that people love to open. And it's true. Their templates are gorgeous, the email builder is so intuitive, and the company is trusted by hundreds of online entrepreneurs. Flowdesk makes it easy to start your email list with simple and eye-catching landing pages, easy-to-create workflows, and audience segmentation. It's the first email platform I've tried that doesn't leave me overwhelmed. Not only do I get compliments on these emails, I make sales with them. When I launched a product last December, half of my sales came from email. As an Instagram diehard, that has never happened to me before. Head to flowdesk.com and use the code MADDIE for 50% off your Flowdesk subscription or use the link in the show notes. That's 50% off your subscription with the code MADDIE or use the link in the show notes. Something else to consider is that there are a million reasons why someone may not be a good fit for our personal brand and we have no idea what those are. So for example, one of the things that I um, have been thinking in this particular scenario is like, well, she very possibly needed photos sooner than what she told me, right? Like she told me that she wanted to wait a while. That could have just been a polite way for her to say like, no thanks, I'll pass and going to someone else who she thought was a better fit. 
But if I can't get her in for a couple of months or a couple of weeks or whatever, and she's wanting photos sooner than that, that could be a really big deciding factor. And that's okay, right? Like she deserves to have her photos done when she wants them done. So that could be some of the issue. It could be they just don't feel like they would vibe with our personality. Even if we think everything's good, everything's great, like we would get along really well, if that person doesn't feel that way, good on them for deciding that and going to find someone else. Um, It could be the price is out of their budget. I've had people tell me like, what you offer is absolutely worth what you charge, but I can't afford it. And that is still a bummer to hear because immediately my mind, even though they're telling me like, I get it, I just can't afford it. It's easy to go to that place of like, well, is it actually worth what I'm charging? Should I charge less? I don't know. Like, is this too much money? Maybe I'm charging too much money. So it's still normal to go to that place. But that is absolutely a thing too, right? Like it could just be something where they can't afford that price or they just simply don't want to afford that price. We all have different things that we prioritize when it comes to our finances and where someone might be ready to spend thousands of dollars on a brand shoot. Someone else may very well have that money and be like, no, thank you. I would rather go on a vacation. And that is totally cool too. So there's a lot of reasons why someone may decide that you're not their person that they want to book and we will never have access to those. And again, as someone who thinks she would really like to know or she'd really like to overexplain like why it's a good investment and why you should pick me and all those things, the rational side of my brain does know that if everyone said, let's get our brand photos done through Maddie, I would be miserable. Like I would be absolutely miserable. I like a lower volume of clients. I like deeper relationships with a fewer number of people. And I'm only able to have that because I don't take as many clients as I used to, right? Or as a lot of other people do. So even though I think I want everyone to say yes to me, the logistics of that, if it were to happen, is pretty impossible. It would leave me feeling really, really miserable. So I think the sting of a few people saying no, saying this is not a good fit, that's still a better scenario than not having that sting, but being incredibly overwhelmed and essentially building a business that I don't actually like anyway. Ultimately, even though it feels incredibly personal to be rejected as a personal brand, what we have to remember is that so much of this actually has nothing to do with us. Even if someone decides they don't like our personality, they don't like our price, they don't like our style, that doesn't say anything about our price or our style or our personality being bad. It's none of those things. It's simply not a fit for that person. And that's them, not us. It doesn't mean change everything you're doing or change anything you're doing. It just means that that person has decided it's not a good fit for them. And that's actually a really big gift because we've all worked with clients who maybe they have red flags at the beginning or maybe they don't have red flags, but they just turn out not to be the greatest fit. What a gift for someone to know that up front and to make that choice with those things in mind. Even though it stings at first, or all the time. <laughs> I, should say, I shouldn't say at first. I'm 10 years in and it still stings. But I do really think it's better than the alternative. 
So if you're dealing with rejection right now, or if you feel like you're just in a season of rejection, I get it. I've been there. It's tough, but it also doesn't have as much to do with you as you think it does. Use this time, if you're in this season, use this time to be reflective. So for example, if you are getting comment after comment, like rejection after rejection around your pricing, think about that, right? It doesn't mean change your pricing, but maybe you're charging for really incredible services and you're not doing a good enough job of communicating what those services are. So then when you present your pricing to someone, they're like, well, gosh, that's a lot of money for what I'm getting, but they actually don't know the half of what they're getting. Maybe you need to increase your client education, your social media strategy, or your marketing strategy so people have a more holistic idea of what they're getting for the money. Uh, If you feel like you're getting rejected because your personality is not clicking with theirs, again, that doesn't mean change your personality. But if you're like, gosh, I feel like I would have been a really good fit with this person and she clearly doesn't think so, and that keeps happening again and again, Look at the way you're communicating with them. Are you sending emails that have your personality infused with them? Because if you're not and your personality is a really big part of your personal brand um, and something you think that people should be catching on to and booking you because of, then how can you start infusing and incorporating more of your personality into your emails? Or can you get coffee with someone as opposed to send them a pricing guide via email or on your website? Um, So I think that this is still a good time to kind of look and see like, okay, are there actually patterns happening here that I can learn from and also not spend too much time beating yourself up over these things? It's a fine line, right? Like how do we learn from something and also not spiral because of it? So keep yourself in check on that too, because again, this probably doesn't have much or if anything to do with you and your personality and your personal brand, it might just be in how you're communicating those things. And that's a really valuable lesson to learn. The goal here is not to care less when it comes to the rejections that we receive in business. I don't think that's the goal at all because I don't think that's a realistic goal. You're probably still going to care when someone is looking at booking you and then decides not to and you see a photo of them booking someone else on Facebook later. Like you're probably still going to care about that. So give yourself the space to care about it, but also don't go down a rabbit hole of wanting to change everything that you do to accommodate each individual person that comes your way. The point of personal branding is infusing your authentic self, your authentic personality and values into your brand and attracting the right people to you. And sometimes that means not working with people who we think would be a good fit and maybe just aren't. So take a look at your um, communication and the way that you are showcasing your personal brand and also give yourself a break if you're in that season of rejection, or even if you've just experienced a couple rejections lately and you're feeling your feelings about it because it's absolutely okay to do that, this is hard work. It's hard. This is the side of personal branding that we don't talk about and that is really emotional, but I'm a firm believer that it's still so worth it because the people that I do work with are such good fits because they know who I am as a person, not just as a brand. 
So I can tell you from experience, it's worth it. Keep going. There is a place for you at the table when it comes to what you're offering and what your personal brand stands for. We just sometimes have to go through these rejections to get to the other side of it. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally Podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.